Glory, glory, Sacramento. Hello, and welcome to the 916 Republic Podcast. I'm your host, Nolan. Well, it's finally happened. MLS is coming to Sacramento in 2022. Woo! Yeah! Yay! We're excited. But let's not let the excitement over something two and a half years in the future detract from the football that's being played in Sacramento right now. Mm. Mm, wise words. On Wednesday night, the Sacramento Republic will face off against New Mexico United at Papa Murphy's Park, and the boys here at the 916 are eager to review the past week's loss and also preview the loss that will be coming later this week. Mm. Always the optimist. Always the optimist. Side of the table. Joining me in the studio tonight is the man whose hair... (laughs) was the only thing redder than his face Saturday afternoon when Sacramento collapsed in Salt Lake City. Scott, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, Nolan and Zach. How are you guys doing? I'm doing so well. Uh, Well, I'm doing good today. Wait, Zach, it's not your turn to talk yet. I said I'm doing good, Nolan and Zach. He turned it over to us. All right, I was answering his question. Yeah, you share a mic, you can share when you talk. Okay, Uh all right. Well, also joining me in the studio tonight is Zach Winnick. I just realized I said your last name. Sorry to all the stockings you're going to get now. <laughs> you're, you're gonna I get... put it on our Instagram. Yeah, oh, yeah. we oh, put yeah. our own Instagram. We got tagged on we, yeah. we tag ourselves like every picture. Great, we're all going to So you're fine. Now. So you're fine. You're all, fine. All, this new, all this publicity all, around. All our fans, man. Yeah, all our fans. We, oh, yeah, we're going to need to hire like, private security. We just got tagged on Instagram. We need to get some. We need to get, did yeah. we? We got we tagged did. by a we meme did. page. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Not, not just a meme page. A Sac Republic specific meme page See, that they, I followed and am looking forward and, to future content from And yeah. they knew that we would talk about it. So that's smart marketing. That's smart. Yeah. Smart Brilliant. marketing. Free marketing. That's Don't follow them. Just to, just no, 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 no. Follow, them. follow them. Do follow, follow them, them so that but, they have, you know, more uh, reason to produce Sac Republic meme content. So yeah, memes. because if you follow us on Twitter, you may have seen that um, there have been some people joking that um, they get paid for tweeting about us. What? Well, now we get paid for tweeting about this Sac Republic Damn. meme page. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> BB. People have said that on Twitter? Yeah. It, oh, so there's there's okay, one so. guy. His name's Scott. He's from... Oh, from La yeah. Banda. So every... every He's most cool. every episode that comes out, he tweets out, puts on Instagram, like, oh, you know, happy listening to, you know, Sac Republic yeah, or yeah, uh, 916 yeah, yeah, Republic yeah, yeah. on the way to work. And somebody was like, oh, how much do you get paid per tweet? And, they were, and he was like, oh, I can't afford me. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. No, we can't. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. That's we can't sweet. afford anything yeah. at, at all. Well, yeah. Zach, this is kind of on an unrelated soccer note, but after studying your Enneagram type more oh, closely, okay. I realized that you need to be able to talk about your feelings more than, than other people. So, Zach, here's your chance. How are you feeling tonight? Okay. So, this is actually a conversation I had with my friend, who's oh, also really? a four. Look, look at the mic. We talk, we talk about how when people ask us hey how are you doing yeah we have to consciously be okay i can't go into a 20 minute spiel yeah that's not appropriate <laughs> like given the social context here yeah so you just go oh i'm good like that's what people say yeah. so you lie so you asking me this right now is yeah. like don't do it 20 minutes don't do it pod. okay we don't want to we don't want to well, you well, know let's play like what is it? Just one word. One word to describe uh, okay, all right. your you know emotions what? right now. Excited. Okay. Wow. I am excited. Good. It was a fun, exciting good. day. Yeah. There we go. I did. It was. I did good, boys. It was a fun, exciting day, and uh, as that brings us to the uh, first 
point in our new segment of the news review. Yes. Wow, I, that was very uns- okay. Anyway, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's, okay. it's just it was it, not a smooth transition like Sacramento transition, transition right. to Major League Soccer. Right. Right. to MLS. See, this is why I handled this the transition. Okay, this is why I just, just give it to the comms major. Scott, right? just take it over. <laughs> yeah. So if you have been sleeping under a rock, your name is Patrick Starr <laughs> from SpongeBob. You have no brain cells. You've missed the the past few episodes, the past few weeks of life here in Sacramento. Um, we are here to inform you that Sacramento Republic in 2022 mm. will field a team no longer in the USL Championship, but in Major League Soccer. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> um, and that that was officially announced today, although mm-hmm. um, it was it it, it was it's foreshadowed. Yeah. We we basically him. knew it was coming as early or as as late as last week. Yeah. Um. And there were even reports before that coming out. So, um, yeah. yeah Zach and I were at the block party. We were we did get invited mm-hmm. personally. We're gonna we'll say personally. to um the the announcement uh, at eleven thirty this morning, but unfortunately we were not able to make it. Mm-hmm. We were able to make it to the block party. Uh, Nolan had class. Zach and I were there. What did you think? What, was it worth it? I mean, well, for starters, uh, there's a lot of people there, Scott. Yeah. I expected, you know, I I, I had looked up hashtags on Instagram and looked up, you know, I was trying to find content that was being posted before we got there. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, it looks like, you know, it's, it's kind of popping. And then we got there and there were... There were a good couple thousand, packed. maybe three, four, we were like five, maybe five thousand people by the time it hit its peak. Yeah, we like when we got there, we we're like, oh yeah, well you know, there's there'll be food there. Like we'll get some food, we'll get dinner, we'll get a couple drinks. Oh no, the lines were so long <laughs> that we were like, dude, there's no way we're waiting in this no line. No way. There's no way. It, like it, it was even they had three different team stores. The lines were there. There was like fifty people in line at each of them. I was like, dude, at least because because oh, yeah. my wife was like, oh, I want a Sac Republic license plate frame for my front <laughs> and back license plate. I was like, okay, yeah, I can pick that up for you. Like, what is that? You know, ten, twelve bucks, maybe something like that. Like, not a big deal. I was like, heck, no, I'm not waiting in line for that. I it's love like three hours. That yeah, all the things you could get at the team I store. Know. That's <laughs> what my <laughs> wife wants. <laughs> that, that's, that's the it's one never thing. Never crossed my mind, but now I know that's why they make those because people like them. Because <laughs> basic white women like my wife <laughs> want them. I think it's awesome. Yes. Now I'm gonna know. Now I'll be able to tell her her CRV from everyone else's. That and the Dutch Bros stickers. Yeah. Her it's, former place of employment. It's yeah. an HRV. No. HRV. Yeah. Get it's it no right. Way. I'm sorry. Jeez. But returning to topic, yeah, it was awesome to see all those people there and how, and also just kind of experience that energy. We have been trying for what feels like forever to get this MLS expansion bid. And so it, it was the energy was almost that of like a release, an excitement and a release. Like it's finally here. Yes. And it was cool to experience that energy. I keep hitting my mic. Um, but. I think the thing, the thing that well, there were multiple comedic things that happened. That one Asian senator <laughs> that tried to throw was, T-shirts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, some like committee member. Like you know that Sacramento. person that okay, you're in elementary school, you're picking dodgeball or kickball or whatever, <laughs> right? There's that one person yeah. that you just know, like this guy can't throw. like professes professes <laughs> that they are not athletic and are like uh. fine with it. 
that's this guy. Like, it looked so uncoordinated. There was, he was losing his scarf. The Sacramento MLS scarf was like falling off. He almost threw that at one point instead of like the actual t-shirt. It was embarrassing. It was pretty funny. Like, I would have just sat in the back and just like cheered. Anyway. This guy literally leads one of the biggest cities in the world. No, he's a senator. He's a senator? I I don't know if he's a state senator. Okay, still. Represents one of the. Uh, I think he's a state senator. I thought he was just like on the commit, like the city committee. No, they said he was a. He's he's not. He, I would have recognized his face and name because it's not. I'm pretty sure there's two women. There's two women. That's that's why I'm like he's a state senator. Okay, for sure, for sure. So, I don't know. The the door is magically opening, and I was afraid of that. It was Nolan's giant dog. That's good. Um, Sequoia. Yeah. Jeez. Um, that's funny but okay so another uh, another funny thing that happened um was all of the people that were like you know everyone doubted but you the sacramento faithful didn't doubt and i just (laughs) remember turning to zach and our our friend grant who actually invited us and we were like yeah we did (laughs) we all doubted because of you that uh, we doubted after like after about two years ago we were like yeah this probably is not happening yeah in august i was like uh when St. Louis got announced and Sacramento didn't, I was like, oh boy. Yeah. And then Charlotte or whatever was. Yeah, and then there the was. Ra- yeah. The race. And, uh, but, well, yeah. you know. But it's here. It's happened. It's here. Yeah. Oh. Well, so, okay, just to re re clarify, re edify, whatever, it, get it back out in your brains, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes, Major League Soccer is important, but do not forget Wednesday night, 7 30, we have a play in game. Okay. I want to specify. This is not a playoff game. Can we call it a playoff game? It's not a playoff game. It's oh. a pl- it's this is the play in round. This is the wild card game. To to me personally, this is not a playoff game. But mm. that hey, you want to call it playoffs? It's postseason play. Cool. Yeah. It's playoffs. 7:30 against New Mexico United. It is it is purgatory. It it's It is USL purgatory. <laughs> it, it is a wait, okay? And we'll get into um the Real Monarchs game in a second. There, there's another news thing we need to talk about. But really quick with New Mexico. Major League Soccer just announced people are maybe a bit more hyped. They're a bit more, you know, excited. Yeah, that was another thing. They're, all the players are at mm. this event, okay? Which, like, I'm down for. But, like, also, yo, you got a playoff game in, like, 48 <laughs> yeah. hours. They were fine. They weren't drinking. Yeah. I don't know. It's four o'clock they on a Tuesday a or Monday after you know their recent run of getting absolutely. I torn just to I shred. just hope they're not like out partying tonight. No, no, no. no, no. It, okay, hold on though. Is, is I did see Dom Jockeybeck, the former. Oh, Dom can party all night long, bro. Do you him? remember him? The yeah, former, yeah, the backup the, goalie. Yeah, the balder guy. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's Old. like already like a million. Yeah, yeah. He was there, and you you know just by looking at him, he parties. Yo, yo. So if he was down here, he can party for the whole team tonight. Yeah. He he could probably do it. Yeah, he could. He yeah. Yeah. You deserve it, Don. Any Dom. place for Dom. Dom. Any place for Reno now, right? I think so. I so, remember seeing him yeah. on the bench. He's like the fourth goalie there, or something. Oh, okay. So he's t- okay. All right. Well, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um. But anyway, that game seven thirty Wednesday, Papa Murphy's Park. Okay. If you haven't got your tickets, and okay. for whatever reason you're you know you still want to go, okay, cool. Get your tickets. Go. I'm not saying 
for whatever reason, as in you don't want to go, but I'm saying if you want to go and for whatever reason you haven't gotten your tickets yet, you should do that because I have a feeling that place is going to be cracking, even though it is a Wednesday. Yeah, because it's MLS, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And also get there earlier because people are going to go to this game that maybe have never been to a game before because they're just excited about Major League Soccer and they think, yeah, the journey starts now, blah, blah, blah. And it's, you know, security's going to be long the food's going to be a long way all that kind of stuff so get there earlier than normal for this game 7 30 wednesday last quick news this is kind of sad news it was talked about uh episodes previous lansing united has officially folded so it was rumored that they were going to fold because they weren't bringing in enough money today saw on reddit and twitter that they're officially done a league one team does not affect sacramento in any way shape or form but it does go to show that we should definitely be grateful that we have the fan base that we do. Yeah, not not only have we had six very successful years in the championship, but we at no, at no point did we ever were we ever considered about you know folding or mm-hmm. anything like that. So you know, just just count our blessings. So even though it was a long wait for Major League Soccer, we. We are we are blessed here. So good point. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. Okay, so uh, Nolan and Zach were not able to watch the Monarchs game. So th- this is we're just going to touch on the Real Monarchs game very we, briefly. We were able to watch it. We just didn't. Yeah, want chose to. not to. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll talk about in a second. Yeah, okay. Um, I did watch the game. Oh, I'm sorry. And if you watched the game, then you're you were right there with me. You, you toughed it out. Um, I did see somebody was on vacation in Disney World. What? I believe this was on Reddit. This is this was their comment. They said, "I'm on vacation in Disney World, and I went back to watch this game. I went back to my hotel room, and after the second goal, they were like, they they turned it off. They were like, I'm going back to the pool. Oh my <laughs> gosh, good um, choice. I feel like Reddit. I need to get on there because it, you should. There's you so should. many good stories out Such here coming good, out from it. That's where all the tea is spilled. Yeah, I need to get on there. Yeah. All right, I'm doing it. Cool. Anyway, um, <laughs> so this game. If you could sum it up, it felt like Sacramento knew that a draw really wouldn't do much for them. They knew that if they wanted to get into that sixth place to get out of this play-in round, not playoff round, mm-hmm. then they knew they had to get a, they had to get a win. And as soon as the Monarchs scored late on in the first half, which was a set piece, which we'll talk about in a second. They kind of said, okay, well, let's just not explode or implode. Mm. Well, early in the second half, Luke Mulholland, an MLS player, a veteran MLS player who's playing with the Monarchs for some reason, scores, and it's 2-0. And at that point, I think I I, I just remember kind of looking at the team, and they're just like, well, okay. (laughs) And then the substitutes weren't tactical tactical i think they were substitutes made for the purpose of resting players so jaime villarreal comes out then any volton and then awasa i think those are players that you're thinking hey you're very important to the team let's get you some rest and then the third goal goes in and it it just didn't matter that everyone was already they had already packed the bags they already were just thinking about going home and if i'm honest uh, they probably knew what was coming on monday Mm-hmm. So, 
definitely. You know, their their minds are probably not focused. So I, I, I kind of don't care. But at the same time, you want to go into the playoffs in form. Yeah. You want to go into the playoffs knowing that you are hot and ready to face whoever is in front of you. Not, well, hey, I, I mean, uh, at least we're here and, yeah, we have to play this game on Wednesday, but it's against a team that's perceived to be worse than us and whatever. So this game is gross. Don't even watch the highlights. Don't don't even don't look at any stat. Don't don't listen to anyone else but us. Hmm. And uh, I think that so it, it was just bad. But it was a bad it was a bad game. But the reason I didn't even watch the game was because I genuinely did not care about the result. Like I honestly But you did care about the I result. I cared about the result actually. I ho- I was hoping that they would lose. Which is crazy to me. It's not crazy because first of all I thought okay we know that MLS is being announced. We knew that the before by Tuesday or Wednesday by Tuesday that yeah. MLS was going to be announced on the coming Monday. So already, our minds are are elsewhere in that regard. Then, other games are played um, over the. No, the the table was set. Everyone had played thirty three games, and the highest Sacramento could finish was fifth, or sixth. So the highest. The best that they could do was get a road playoff game um, and not have a, one of these play-in round games. The worst they could do was eighth, in which case they would have a home play-in game uh, and another opportunity to play in Sacramento after being announced as uh, the next MLS expansion team um, and provide the club with an opportunity to cash in on another 10,000 to 12,000 uh you know person attendance now. right right so everything about the uh the table the atmosphere in sacramento um the i don't i didn't trust this team to go and travel to salt lake city and get a good result on the road against a a decent mls2 team um so what i was hoping for selfishly was that Sacramento would lose, so that I could go to a home playoff, play-in game, if you want to call it that. A game that mattered, that the result on the day, after the final whistle, mattered. Um, and that I could see them play after them after they had just been announced as yeah, the next after the MLS expansion. Yeah. Like, and honestly, the club, I'm sure, preferred that. But it, because they, one, don't have to pay to fly them out to, you know, or take them down to Orange County, or take them down to Reno go on an expensive road trip to for a playoff game that they're almost certainly going to lose. Um, and it gives them an opportunity to kind of like soak in the good vibes that are currently in Sacramento. Um, and so... Take advantage of the hype. Yeah. So Put butts in seats, really. Exactly. And so I, I don't expect this team to make a deep run in the playoff. Maybe they, maybe they get a win against new mexico and then they go i think they're gonna they would play reno if they were. yeah reno um and i just don't see them being which we might talk about reno if we have time if we we don't have time and and we just want to talk more mls expansion then we'll do that yeah but i I see what you're saying i just don't think that our owner or owners or or president would 
tell would want to lose the game yeah like hey yeah. if you tell your guys to play a halfway like we would be okay like yeah no like yeah no and they started a strong squad yeah like, you, Evelson, yeah and, they did like said Iwasa, and even... to be fair they, they started the game very well there was two chances that come to mind they should have scored at least one of them to go up one zero and then you just sit back and you know not really think about anything if they equalize or if they win or you say hey you know, we scored a goal and we tried to sit back and it didn't work. Yeah. I would have been way more okay with that than what they did. Even their tactics, I don't even like, but that, that's kind of beside the point now. Um, I think it shows you a lot about the character of the club that they're ambitious, even in this time of. They're ambitious in the league and in uh, the format that they're playing in now, despite the, the buzz and the excitement around MLS. Like, I don't know. That, yeah. that to me is huge. Anyway, that's New Mexico. We, or sorry, that's the Monarchs. We will move on to New Mexico. Mm. We will. Fun fact about New Mexico United. <laughs> they have two different shirt sponsors. One for their home kit and one for their away kit. Do you know what they are? I know the home what, kit is Meow Wolf. Yeah, Meow Wolf. Which is... I've looked up. It's a it's an art like studio in Vegas. Yeah, it's weird. And it, it's like, ab, not abstract, but like, is that different art? I think that's we've looked. New Mexico. That's New Mexico. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Well, it's right. based out of Vegas. What is? I don't Las know. Vegas is like a media company, isn't it? Uh, Las Vegas is sponsor? Zappos. It's the shoe company, I think. Oh, okay. Maybe not. Never mind. I, th- I think. Yeah, and their away kit is sponsored. It, it the shirt sponsor is. Ah, uh, oh, piss. <laughs> i don't want the it. newsletter okay uh it's called cranes shares which is like what an investment firm in albuquerque new mexico but it's for away games that so doesn't make that's good marketing sense. then i, I guess. guess if you want to get your brand outside of new mexico. I don't community really okay okay or okay. you just want to flex it's a weird flex. <laughs> that's an expensive flex let's is put our that name is. on a team shirt <laughs> just a flex just a flex yeah Anyway, I thought that was odd because I've never heard of that before. So maybe someone can tell me of some odd time that some other club has done that. But to me, that seemed unique. And I think good on them <laughs> for maximizing profits. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I also just have fun. No one's all about maximizing He's his profits all about the business. The big like money the big, business. Big, money, yeah. big, big baller. I don't <laughs> think you can make a ton of money off of it. You should work for Manchester team. United. I should. I should. I would just sell my soul and... <laughs> <laughs> rolling cash anyway uh i also just have fond feelings towards new mexico united because at zach's graduation from college this uh, yes. summer mm. scott and i this is it was true the night before zach's <laughs> the night before zach's graduation we were all at like a food truck arena in redding california which is actually really cool and we were waiting in line for these like uh really really awesome like food truck fries that scott had ordered but they took like 30 minutes to make them. <laughs> yeah. It took a long time. So we watched the last 30 minutes of the Portland Timbers 2 New Mexico game in New Mexico. Which was a crazy game. Crazy, crazy game. And Portland went up 3-0. And then Kevon Frader scored three goals in like 25 minutes. And the game ended 3-3. Yeah. And it was just fun to watch. And, and, and when the third kevon frader goal went in in like the 92nd minute scott and we were like oh and, and like scott like threw his phone on the ground like not on purpose not we were just like yeah. we just like freaked like, out and i yeah. just like was like f- like you know like your, your whole muscles just like start to like, you yeah. know, just 
tense up and I like oh, and I drop my phone. <laughs> like oh crap. And everyone's like looking around. Yeah. Anyway. Speaking so, speaking of Kevon Frater, the man has been a beast yes. this season. He has 14 goals on the season. He's five assists. Um, Fop Mob, which is a an app that we like to use, they rate they've rated his season at a 7.06, which is very high. Mm-hmm. If you're if bad. you're above a seven, um, you're doing real good. Mm-hmm. He's had an amazing season for them. He's got 12 yellows, which is I found interesting. Yeah, he's got the most yellows in the league. Did you know that? He's no. yeah. he's a physical dude. So he's been suspended twice. He's been suspended at least three. That is five. Maybe. Well, I think he got a yellow for this like this past game, uh-huh. so he won't be suspended. Yeah. Cuz like it doesn't carry it doesn't over. carry over, no. Yeah. yeah. But definitely a player that we need to shut down if we're going to have a chance of beating New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um and that has proved to be a difficult task for teams this year. Yeah, and really quickly, New Mexico, they're base formation is like a 4-2-3-1 a but they've played a 4-4-2 a good amount this year with Kavon Freider being that number 10 slash second forward um Santi Moore on the left wing has been very dangerous he was electric to start the season and has definitely cooled off it's been kind of a rotating cast on the right um they've got really good attackers good midfielders as, as well even off the bench, their guys are good, but their defenders are are, are terrible. Mm. <laughs> they maybe you guys could look up just how many goals they've let in. I know that on they've, the they've kept only four clean sheets all season. Yeah, they, they've only kept four to... four clean sheets compared to Sacramento's twelve, as no one wrote down in here on our show notes. But fifty nine goals for fifty seven against fifty seven. That's so many goals. I mean, think Plus about two. that. That's that's almost two goals a game. Ooh. So yeah, they're conceding 1.9. nearly two goals a game. Yeah. Now, Sacramento's not scoring that Almost. much. And Sacramento's defense has been leaky these past few games now. We've we've conceded, what, six goals our last two games, and it's been even more more than, yep. you know, it, it's been high the last yeah. five games. And with Kevon Frater, Santi Moore, Devin Sandoval, those are their kind of main attackers. Chris Weehan, they can get some really good service in off of set pieces. And Zach and I were looking up before the show started. Sacramento's conceded five goals? Five in the last. So we've conceded five. Five in the last three. Eight goals in the last three games. Five of those goals being set pieces. Yeah, coming off of set pieces. Yeah. Yeah. That has been That's and really insane. looking at the season as a whole. Now that we've wrapped up regular season, it's one of our biggest problems that plagued us this whole year. It felt like time and time again, the goals that we were letting in were off of some sort of set piece. Yeah, and and I think we we kind of have been equating this lack of focus, these this mental toughness stuff. It kind of falls under that category, but this is almost like one of its own, like. It doesn't matter if you're the most mentally that, yeah. tough player. If you haven't prepared for how to defend set pieces, it doesn't it doesn't matter if you're super tough. Like if you haven't prepared for that, you're you're not going to know what to do. Mm. So maybe we will have a conversation about coaching, especially now that Major League uh-huh. Soccer is around the corner. We'll see how much time we Look have for left. That, probably. Well, I was thinking we could just talk about it. Okay. Like we could. We could talk about how Simon Elliott has done this season. Yeah. 
we'll talk about that in a second. Um, anything else on, on New Mexico stand out to either of you guys? New Mexico is really good. Mm-hmm. They've had a really good expansion year. They should be happy that they made it to 10th. I mean, if you remember, remember before the Western Conference really started to spread out, New Mexico were the team to beat for a solid like month, month. They, and they were in our yeah. danger rankings yeah. at one point, yeah. I, I believe. And, and it was because they have a really good amount of attackers. Not, yeah. not just like they're good quality, but they have a lot of them. And it was like, we don't know what else to expect from them because they're an expansion team. Mm-hmm. Now, they, they took a dip in form and they started conceding goals. But it it's a, it's one one game, winner take all. If they go out and score seven goals and Sacramento only scores four, well, first of all, I'd be shocked that Sarah, Sacramento awesome. scored four goals. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. Yeah. So, uh. <laughs> anyway... Um, Let's let's do a quick note on Reno. Just very quickly, we'll we'll talk about Reno, and then we will talk about MLS stuff, whatever that is. Okay, so this is just all going to be me. So if you don't like hearing my voice, I'm sorry. <laughs> Reno, they're a very good team. They finished in second in the West. You don't finish second in the West unless you're a good team. See Sacramento season last year, okay? We were a good team. We finished <laughs> second in the West. Their last two results, they 2 nailed Las Vegas, and they 3 0 Tulsa Roughnecks. Those are teams they should have beat. They beat them, and they did it convincingly. Yeah. They play a 4-1-2-1-2 wide forwards, and they push that number 10 up very high. This formation has been very uh, successful against Sacramento because they have two forwards against our center backs, so they are able to almost man-mark them. They are able to man-mark them, and that number 10 is able to man-mark the number six so for us that would be Jaime Villarreal um they try to do their best to emulate the man marking system from the San Jose earthquakes which is why I think they play this system if you're playing a four back system this is going to man mark the people that you want man marked I would hope that Sacramento would switch it up knowing this and play a three at the back that's not going to happen nope so just be prepared for our center backs to make mistakes. If we there's going to be a center, yeah. If we are able to beat New Mexico, we will play Reno on the road. Yeah, that's they're that's going true. to press the living crap out of us. Just don't be shocked if they score a goal off of a center back mistake, back pass, forward pass, whatever. It's going to happen. For Sacramento to win that game, I think we could all agree they're going to have to just play gritty they're borderline dirty they're they're gonna have to channel their inner jordan mccrary and just get get physical get nasty get in their heads yeah that's reno yep you you guys have any other thoughts on reno we've done several previews on this and reviews Uh, open cup two 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 league games which we lost the two league games and won the open cup game yeah but their open cup game they played like kids total rotation yeah yeah so and it took like a 120th minute winner yeah i can't so, remember I can't now remember if that was, was, was that bonomo? bonomo i think that was bonomo i think it was set up by werner and then bonomo put it in no that was fresno was it i think that was fresno okay that was fresno and then because we won the fresno game we played we played reno okay. i think or the other i don't know that was in like may one of the two yeah i wasn't even married at that point 
So oh, that yeah. That doesn't even <laughs> that's that doesn't so count weird. for me. Oh, man. That's so Dude, weird. a lot has happened this summer. It man. has. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Wow. A lot has happened. Major League Soccer has happened. Let's talk Major League Soccer. Okay. All right. So All right, let's do it. Let's I, talk a little bit more. I had this this thought. Was it with you, Nolan, about the coach? Was that, was uh, it, was that on the phone? briefly about it. So I mean, we, I mean, we talked about it on the way home from the block party a little bit. Did we? <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that was why, like two hours ago. that's why this came up. <laughs> anyway, continue. It continue, was two hours continue, ago. Continue, continue. Anyway, okay. So I had this thought, and if we don't want to talk about this, we can touch on it and move on. Okay. Okay, you're in Major League Soccer now. Uh, officially, you're an expansion team. You're going to start playing in 2022. You know what you have in Simon Elliott. You, you've got him for two full seasons. He has had the chance to get in players that he wants in in positions that he wants we assume and he's had the chance to form the team to his likeness yeah you know you're getting you know you know what a team with simon elliott looks like is he the guy is he the leader we want moving forward for this team yes or no well to put to put this in perspective this season has been the worst season points per game wise in Sacramento Republic history. Hmm. Still made the playoffs. Still, still were in seventh. The bar is high. The, yeah. It is a it is a high bar, but even in Paul Buckle's year that we finished eighth, yeah. he had more points per game. Okay. So if you take it on a points per game, because I think there was thirty two games versus thirty four games. So if you take it on a points per game, Paul Buckle was slightly higher in that game in that season, and. We won a playoff game, and then Paul Buckle departed the club. So now knowing all of those things, is Simon Elliott the leader that the team wants going forward or needs? I'll take this one. So all due respect to Simon Elliott, I'm not sure if he's cut out for coaching in the MLS yet. I think that as an expansion team, Sacramento is going to need a lot more, someone with a lot more experience and who's able to work with um, maybe not the best players in the league. And I think that's just going to take someone special. And it, it most likely will, most likely will not be Simon Elliott. But I had this crazy thought. Okay. So. I was just rolling through my mind of currently unemployed <laughs> managers known from around. You're going to be surprised by what I'm about to say. It's actually a legitimate option. Go for it. You're going to be surprised by what I, I have to I say. I don't think you'll be surprised. I doubt it. What would you say? So, California. It, the capital of California is Sacramento. Yes. One of the most uh, innovative and diverse states in the nation. Jill Ellis. Dang it, you stole my thunder. Oh. A two-time World Cup winner in Jill Ellis. She could be, to my no- to as far as I know, the she, first woman to manage she's a, she's a, a major league agent. soccer team. Free agent, bro. She just quit she coaching the women's national team. I don't think they could pay her enough. Uh, I think it would be a great step up in her career. I, I, I don't have, think I think it would be a step. I don't know if it would be a step up, it but I think it would be. It would be definitely would be groundbreaking in terms of uh I've been. I don't it, know. I heard it rumored Coaching. that she is, she is, going to be the next Manchester United women's coach. Okay. 
Well, that but that like, was a while, that was a while that ago. Cool. That was like when she retired, yeah. retired like it was announced that her retirement yeah, was coming. Yeah. It was like, hey, where could she land? And somebody was like, yeah. guarantee you it's Manchester United because she'll get paid a bunch of money yeah. or something like that. that I, sounds... I can't remember. That was in like the middle of summer. Yeah, I mean, you get to play in like the Women's Champions League and stuff like that. Like that sounds super cool. But yeah. hey. MLS though. <laughs> Maybe like three years just to get Sacramento up on its feet and oh, yeah. some experience coaching. Maybe she has no desire to coach on the men in the men's game and that is totally fine. But if she did We would take her, just yes. saying, Sacramento. Oh, oh, oh yeah, we would we would definitely take her. But she's she's kinda like a Pep Guardiola in my opinion. She she's used to working she, with the best. Yeah. She, she would need a butt ton of money to yeah. bring in the best players in Major League yeah. Soccer. I don't know. Th- that's just my quick take, like mm-hmm. Hmm. That that's my like my. Oh wait, that's a problem. Yeah. I don't know. She could. She could do fine. She could. On. It would be a normal MLS salary. It would be totally. We need Jurgen. Jurgen. <sighs> totally new. Jurgen. If she could spend a hundred and fifty million dollars in fullbacks, she could probably win. Well, the I think I could spend. If I could spend hundred fifty million dollars in fullbacks. I could win the shield. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I think it takes a lot more talent than that. But yeah, just a thought. And yeah. another thought is it's maybe an interesting thought. it is an interesting thought. I just it yeah. just kind of came to me. It's like the capitals of California. So do you want me to spitball some ideas that I've had floating around in my yes, head for managers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spitball, please. Paul Buckle. Absolutely. Really? He's a free, he's just not doing him, anything. Bring him right. back. I don't from his Instagram. Go on his Instagram. He's he still in El Dorado Hills with his son. Twenty U twenty three coach. It, but he's not there right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just like. Familiarity with the club, the fan base knows the expectations. I think if it's billed to him as, "Hey, come in for these two years," well, you know, will you'll be the guy for the first year, and then if things go well, we'll sign. You know, something like, "Look, you're we're giving you a shot, but it's not a guarantee yeah, it a thing." Leash. Yeah, mm-hmm. if things aren't going well, we have no problem cutting you loose. I don't see that happening because he has no major league soccer experience. Yeah. He has no experience playing in the United States. He he's only coached Sacramento. Yeah. But it was just like a oh hey, he's a free agent. Like maybe you bring him in and say, "Hey, coach the Republic for 2 years. If it goes well for these 2 years, we'll bring you up to major league soccer. If it doesn't go well, we'll part ways. It's not a big deal." You know? Um another one that's been floating around my head, which I think is actually most intriguing. And it's the name that you guys are probably least familiar with, so I'm going to have to do some explaining. Can I guess? Go for it. Eric Wijnaldum. No. Okay. No. Definitely no. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> um, Tab Ramos. Never heard of him. He is the U.S. men's U-20 coach, oh, and he is also the youth technical director for the United States youth national teams. Okay. So that means that he is in charge of He's implementing the, ta- yes, yeah. the tactical stylistic vision for the youth national teams Hmm. he has been linked with every major league soccer opening position Hmm. for the past year year and a half he's been linked to it like hey he you know there's a new there's a there's a technical director there's a new men's coach you know top ramos's next step would be you know a, a club position but his knock is he hasn't managed a you know the daily operations of a club team before and taking over a a big organization mm-hmm. like a major league soccer team is a, is a big leap. And, you know, there's just kind of been some questions of like, okay, yeah, we know he's, he was a really good player. He's been successful with the U twenties, relatively successful with the U twenties. Um, you know, 
is he does he have enough experience well you could come to sacramento say next year mm. coach in the championship for two, for two years get used to it there cut your teeth there's no string you know there's no pressure we're going to major league soccer if you win great if you don't hey that's okay we're preparing you for major league soccer. you know if it's kind of put to him in that way like hey you, you have a unique position to not have to worry about results just develop young players hmm. like you've done very well yep. and figure out how to coach a club team and he knows major league soccer so i think it it all kind of makes sense if you're willing if, if he can commit to the long-term project so if you think that your ideals as a club matches up with his ideals as a manager, that could be that could be interesting. Mm. Other than that, a, a major league soccer coach that got fired. I mean, no. Yeah, like that is that really what somebody wants? I want new blood. What if what if Greg Borhalter gets fired? I don't want him. I would be one hundred percent okay with that. Actually, I would I would be oh, ecstatic. He's had great. Success. I would be ecstatic about that. See now. It just it's a thought that just occurred to me because after this Canada loss, like things are not looking good for him. And in a couple years, if things are still not looking good, the the man's gonna get canned. I actually have they thoughts have, on that they as have well. To stay with him until the twenty twenty until the next the, the twenty twenty two World Cup qualification round. Like you can't sh- you can't switch like that. Yeah, I mean, you year. could you can do whatever you want. Yeah, he's and just under contract, so you just gotta pay him. Yeah, but that was bad. That was bad. Like, I remember watching that last U.S. game when he was in charge. He looked lost. Yeah. Like it was. It was Michael Bradley and, um. Oh my gosh. Who's the midfielder for? He 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 was at Schalke. Jermaine Jones. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It it was Michael Bradley and Jermaine Jones calling the shots. Like they were they were coaching, and like they just walked over to Jurgen and he was just like oh. But, like, I don't think we're at that point. But here's my thought on Greg Berhalter, and this this ties into what we're talking about with Sacramento because if Greg Berhalter does get fired, I would love to see Greg Ber- Berhalter here. Here's how I he gets fired. Here's how he gets fired. Let me go back to Pep Guardiola. Ah. The men's national team, led by Greg Berhalter, want to play very similarly to Pep Guardiola at Manchester City, specifically Manchester City. It, it, it's been a, a different evolution of his tactics, mm. Pep Guardiola's tactics. Were Manchester City successful their first year under Pep Guardiola? No, they were like fourth. No, they were fourth. That's right. I looked it up because I had this thought while pooping the other day. He, <laughs> there's a video of him like he like was got a little mentally unhinged. Like they after in the – this is kind of unrelated, but in the – poor run of form they won a game against like southampton and in the post-match interviews he was talking to reporters and he was just like drooped face and they're like you don't look that happy to have just won a game he's like oh i'm ecstatic i'm so happy so happy and then and then like walked down the tunnel like anyway got really mentally so so he then said uh, you know kind of behind closed doors but you know it comes out like these players aren't what i need to go be successful I need better players. And then the next year he spends $150 million on fullbacks. And he, you know, they consistently, they Manchester city are consistently spending big money 
on big players. Even though you look at their squad now and think, oh, they've got such a deep squad. Why are they? It's because he needs so much from his players. And if somebody isn't performing, it, it hurts the entire squad. He has to change them out for somebody that can do their job. That's why they have he has Bernardo Silva, but he also has Riyad Mahrez. Yeah. They're very they're uber talented players. They can be starting at almost any high level club in the world. But they're both at Manchester City. They've both bought into the vision, whatever. It, but it's that type of player. It's that level of player at that level of competition that he needs to play the way he wants to play. Greg Berhalter with the U.S. men's national team, even against this competition, CONCACAF you know, qualifying and CONCACAF Nations League, he doesn't have the players to do what he wants to do. So he either has to change his tactics or figure out a way to get better play- players. Which is not going to happen. doesn't really happen that <laughs> way. national, like, yeah. And if he scene. could, that's what Nolan hates about. He kind of does. <laughs> but the yeah. problem is he can only convince New Zealanders because they're the only team worse than the United States that somehow have Or just players that aren't good enough to make the German team. Exactly. But anyway, so, so that's what he has to do. So the way that it doesn't work out for Greg Berhalter is, is he doesn't change his tactics. He, he digs in his heels too hard to change his tactics. And uh, just another thing, like I heard, I I read an article or sorry, I heard an interview with, um, a, a, an an English, English pundit that was talking to an American podcaster. So we're, we're deep in the soccer realm. Okay. And he was talking about the attention to detail that Pep Guardiola has. And I think I've shared this with you guys before. He took, um, Raheem Sterling, when Raheem Sterling first got to city, he wasn't performing super well. When he um, got there, he, he was having trouble understanding his positioning. And there was one day in practice, Pep was just drilling him, drilling him. No, I need you in this p- passage of play to be at this specific spot. And Raheem Sterling wasn't there. So Pep Guardiola got spray paint and yeah. spray, spray painted like a six-inch dot in the 18-yard box and said, I need you fit here. I need your feet on this dot in this passage of play. If you know Manchester City, they love to get the ball to the end line and cut it back. Get the ball to the end line and cut it back. Well, it's that type of attention to detail that this style of positional play, like not not meaning you're a fullback, you do what a fullback does, but meaning you pull people out of position because of your movement. That's what Manchester City does. It's that type of attention to detail and that level of drilling daily that you need to be successful. You don't do that with the national team. You only get them once a month, once every six months. That's, yeah, that's on average, you know, with. like, and I say once every six months because you call people in, um, you know, different groups, right? So, you know, unless you're a an out and out starter and you just know every national team camp you're getting called in, you're not going to get called into every camp which means that you get three or four trainings a year. And, so you you get, yeah. you know, six weeks of training a, a year and you're expected to go out and perform this incredibly. It doesn't fit. No. It, and, so, even, and even for those perennial starters, your, your, the tactics for your national team is secondary to your club team. It yep. just is. That's just the nature of the national team. 
So I think Burhalter is a possibility. Um, it's fun having these conversations. We will definitely be having them more in the future. Yes, and we don't want to go over our time too much um, because you know we're sure that your week is super, super busy. So um, do you guys have any other any other things to say? I love this game. I hate this game. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, I love this game. Oh my oh, gosh. Why do you have to do two? You never do two. No, you're allowed. You're not even allowed one. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go. Get out of <laughs> here. Send you. us off. Send us All off. All right. Scott. As always, everyone. He's going to do it again. Glory, glory. Sacramento. Sacramento. <laughs>